is hard as hell. United Tottenham Arsenal. Watch my lips and I will spell. Cause they don't just play, but they can rap as well. My idea was it to build Liverpool into a bastion of invincibility. Welcome to another episode of the Anfield Town Podcast. It's me again, your boy Slim, back at it as always. And today we've got a special guest with us. I'd like to say hello to Nigel Rothman from the Man City Show podcast. You know what I mean? How are you doing, Nigel? Yeah, good, Slim. Nice to see you, my friend. Good to see you. It's, it's been a while since we've crossed swords at TalkSport Towers, hasn't it? Well, I haven't let it in, have we? It's not really very fair, but I've, in, I've enjoyed every encounter we've had. It's been brilliant. Uh, I think it's great to talk to a, a proper football fan who understands his football and loves his team. Just like I do. Likewise. Yeah, it's good to see you. Likewise. Good to see you, Nigel. And uh, got Sam back in the building with us. What's hey, up, hey, hey, how's everyone doing? Good. Your heart's good. all right after that second half. <laughs> and of course, and of course, got engineer Sam, my right hand man, the guy I could not do without. <laughs> That's it. Keep it coming, bro. Keep it coming. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I said it on the previous show. I'm going to say it again. This podcast would not run without you my guy come on <laughs> right let's get into it so just literally finished watching uh liverpool man city in the background i've still got clock talking which i'm gonna have to rewind but um yeah final score was 1-1 um let's let's go to nigel first seeing as our is is our guest and get his view of the first half how did you see that first half nigel well i think if we Look at the first 15 minutes first of all, I was a bit worried because I think Liverpool came out uh, with real intent, uh, looked brilliant and, and, and we looked in trouble and, and then to get an early goal, an early penalty, I suppose we can get onto the detail of was it a penalty or wasn't it and should we have had a free kick 48 seconds earlier, whatever it was and all that stuff a bit later maybe. Uh, but, you know, a penalty it was, uh, you go 1-0 up and, and I'm worried at that stage. Um, I thought we came back into it. Um, and a, a, a brilliant goal from Jesus. So, you know, the commentary on the TV, of course, you know, was it, did he do it on purpose? Absolutely. Did he, no. Yeah. <laughs> A, a genius, Brazilian, bit of Brazilian brilliance. Uh, so, yeah, great goal from him. And then, of course, we get the penalty and, you know, we can talk about handballs all day long and it's gone a bit mad, hasn't it? But uh, I suppose in this day and age, it is a penalty um, and, and you could bet your mortgage probably on Kevin De Bruyne sticking in the back of the net and he doesn't. So, and you, you then think, hold on, wasn't there a penalty that Mares missed against you guys a year or so ago, which... Uh, is this all coming back to haunters? Um, but, but listen, at the end of the day, probably, you know, we went in one all at half time was probably a, a, a fair, fair um, situation at half time, I guess. But uh, a great, a great for, for, for the neutral, I'm sure a fantastic first half as well. Mm, I couldn't agree more. Let's break down the first half a little bit more then um, and get the uh, Liverpool side of things. I'm going to come to you six times, Sam. Um, the first 15 minutes, how did you see that? Brilliant. Like, we came out with real intent. Like, the, the front three were really pushing. The link-up with Firmino just in that hole caused City all kinds of problems. And, like, yeah, um, Salah, Jota, the interlink players, I was really happy with that. So, yeah, really pole, positive start and bold, bold line-up. Because for me, him playing those four up front, I thought, you know what, with City, with the, the, the technical midfielders they have, with the ability they have to kind of find spaces... I thought, you know, that's a huge risk. 
Um, but no, first first half hour, I say we were totally dominant, and it's as comfortable as I've been in a game against Man City for a yeah. while. So I can't I can't say more than that. Um, Nigel, the, the lineup that we came came with, did you expect that lineup, or were you expecting something different? No, I, I didn't at all. I don't think many people did, did they? I think uh, I'm sure you didn't either. Uh, I'd be interested to hear your view as well, Slim, but I, I guess you probably didn't. Uh, but, you know, very attacking. It was almost like a, a 4-2-4 almost, which we've not seen from Liverpool for a while. So very surprised about that and, and slightly worried. That having been said, I think I'm delighted with um, our centre-back pairing, who, who are looking really solid. Uh, solid you know, uh, Diaz and Laporte, we've really not had that sort of solidity since company left, of course. We've never been able to replace that leadership and that brilliant centre-back. So... For the last few games now, they've played together. Um, you know, obviously, you've had the penalty, but no other goal from open play. And we look pretty solid throughout the game. And uh, that, for me, is one of the big pluses so far. So, uh, but no, real tacking intent from Klopp. Um, and, and we're certainly worried for, for the first, what, 20, 25 minutes, absolutely. Mm. Yeah, I think, for me, the first, the first 50 minutes was excellent. And like you've said, Nigel, you were worried and I was overjoyed. I mean, I was kicking the ground at the fact Firmino had that, that chance in the beginning and oh, Sam, engineer Sam, you have to tell me, what's Firmino got to do to find a bit of form? Because that chance, a confident Firmino buries that, doesn't he? He needs to sit on the bench and watch the game. <laughs> I'm not going to abuse him, I'm not going to go into it. Um, but it upset me a lot today and it started from, what was that, second minute or something? Um, when the ball was flipped over, he was in straight away. And I was thinking to myself, he's just going to lift it over him, isn't he? He's just going to lift it over him. But just the luck that he's having at the moment, not only does Edison get a touch and then wax it onto his shin and we don't even get a corner out of it. I was like, it's just not going to happen. And from that moment, from moment two, I was like, mm, it's not going to be his day again. I think he needs to sit down. He needs a bit of time out. You know, he needs to see the game from a different perspective, gain some confidence and come on, come in with fire in his belly because at the moment he's just a passenger and today working, again he proved it. Yeah, not working for him. Okay, so Firmino misses that chance and like I said, I'm kicking the ground. I'm thinking, you, you chance like that at the Etihad, you have to gobble those up because, you know, Man City are not going to be shell-shocked for too much longer. So I was a bit annoyed but lo and behold, we get a penalty. So, come to you again, Nigel. Penalty or no penalty for you? Well, can we go back 48 seconds? Because I think that's a foul on Sterling, isn't it, all day long, to, to be fair. I mean, he, he, you know, and the boy stayed on his feet. You've got to give him credit for that. They say that players go down too easily. I think he tried to stay on his feet, but that was a foul all day long. You know, there was, there was a barge, hit to hit, leg to hit, whatever, and he stayed on his feet. So, so that having been said, um, I think it's interesting. What's interesting, before I come on to the penalty, Walker actually won our Player of the Month award. He's been superb the last four or five games. He's been brilliant. He scored a great goal against Sheffield United as well. Uh, amazing, of course. Didn't celebrate because he's a Sheffield, Sheffield lad and, of course, spent, I think, 15 seasons there. So he just turned and, and, and walked away with a cracking goal. And, and, he's, and defensively, he's looked really, really solid and great going forward. All the things that Pep would want from a wing-back. Um, but... You have to say he's a little bit reckless there. He kind of dived in, and 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 yeah, I can understand why a penalty is given there. And I'm not I'm not annoyed about the penalty decision, but I am frustrated about the the decision a minute or so earlier on because I, I genuinely believe that was a foul. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you 100 percent, Nigel, with the fact with the foul on Sterling. But I think two things went against him. He stayed. First of all, he stayed on his feet. 
which then yep. allowed the referee to play the advantage per se, and then that that's what went against him. The fact he stayed on his feet, and then secondly, the advantage was played. But I think this is the problem. We were talk they were talking about Salah diving against who is it against West Ham? Um, West Ham. But well, you, you, is, you can name you can name thirty five clubs, can't you? That Salah dives against. I would have thought. So. Oh, name nice. name them all. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't take him long, did it, boys? <laughs> uh, but listen, in all seriousness, you look at all footballers, you know, Harry Kane's any good striker, they know they get a tap in the box, they go down. And I think until referees reward penalties for people staying on their feet, penalties and free kicks for people staying on their feet, we're going to have this diving epidemic, whatever you want to call it, because you, that's the only way you seem to get the decision if you hit the deck. And I think if you want to stop this whole diving thing, the referees have to give decisions. So go back to the Sterling thing. Fair enough, he gave the advantage. He could have pulled it back for the free kick, which was outside the box. So I wouldn't have been too, yeah, you know, sure. as a Liverpool fan. But it was de it was definitely, definitely a foul. But again, six times time, that's the inconsistencies with refereeing these days and VAR and all of that. It's just crazy, isn't it? Yeah, 100%. I mean, they should just kind of stick to the old rules. Like, I just think... Um, especially kind of with, with penalties, it's kind of, was it intentional? And the referee's got to kind of see if, if, if the incident was, it was intentional before kind of making, making a decision. And they just, I don't know, they seem to be just refereeing on kind of, I don't know, they've, they're not as, as consistent as they used to be. And I think that's, that's, that's been a problem. Yeah. Well, so luckily, well, I'm not going to say luckily, we get the penalty, which... I think most most football fans could would say is a penalty, and Salah tucks it away. And I'm thinking, right, let's let's go now. Let's let's take them to, to the sword. Do you know what I mean? And well, I, I don't think he done it on purpose, <laughs> Jesus, but a nice bit of skill, and he gets the goal. And I just feel like, did City deserve that goal at that time in the game? I don't think well, they did. I think that we were sorry. Um, I think we were bossing the game. I think we were totally in control. Um, they had sporadic attacks, um, but yeah, it was a good bit of skill. If I'm being overly critical, I thought um, Alexander Arnold should have been goal side, be given a better chance to defend that. But yeah, it was a good goal. Can't argue with a goal. Can't argue with a finish. Um, and yeah, that that kind of really gave them a boost and seemed to kind of like yeah set us back against the run of play, Nigel. Uh, Sam's going with a good bit of skill there, I think, Slim. And, and do, do, you want to, do you want to come back to him on that? I'm surprised you haven't actually challenged that. You're going, yes. you didn't mean it. I, I'm with Sam, <laughs> my, my new best friend, Sam. Oh, listen to that, Sam. Listen to this, Sam. He didn't mean it. He didn't mean it. <laughs> it looked great, don't get me wrong. But if you're looking at that as deliberate, then you might as well go to the Bird Camp one at Newcastle all those years ago and whether he meant that. It's that kind of level for me. So. Mate, Burkham 100% meant that. Are you saying he didn't mean it? That's another yeah, point, to be fair. But as for Jesus, great finish. But yeah, that little nick that he got, it looked amazing. But he definitely didn't mean that. Definitely didn't mean that. I'll give him a call. See what he says. <laughs> you do that, guys. You let us know, yeah? You carry on. I'll, have a, I'll, give, I'll give him a quick call. I'll come back to you. Yeah. I'll put well, myself on mute. Hold on. Whether you think it was a great bit of skill or... You no, know, it was a bit of a fluke. He still had to tuck it away and he tucked it away. And I mean, for me personally, at that point, I'm not mad because I expect City at home to score a goal minimum. Do you know what I mean? I don't, I do think it was slightly against the run of play because we were in the ascendancy, but 
I expect a goal from City, so I wasn't I wasn't too mad. But I guess I'm trying after after that. I think that sort of galvanised City a little bit because then we had the penalty incident uh, shortly after that. Now I'm interested to see what you think on this, Nigel. Is that a penalty or isn't it? Um, five years ago, no. Um, four years ago, no. Three years ago, no. Two years ago, no. Last season, no. But this season, it appears to be a yes, doesn't it? I think things have changed. Uh, and I think for me as a football fan, no. Because you know, there was no intent. Um, he didn't try to make his body bigger. Um, it wasn't a deliberate handball like it always used to be when I was a lad, before you were all even born. Um, <laughs> so so it's, it's no. But, but unfortunately, you know, the, and I was thinking, you know, going back to, you know, the days of, of I don't know, I'm trying to think of a great Liverpool player. Tommy Smith, you know, to, wow. some, of the, some of the Tommy Smith tackles, you know, mm. weren't, weren't, weren't bookings, but now they're bookings all day long. So, so the game is changing and evolving. And, and unfortunately, in today's game, with, with the arm at that angle, um, albeit not deliberate, it's a penalty. And, and that's kind of what the law now says. It's a nonsense. It's an ass. And it should be changed. It's a bit like Sam was saying about VAR and, 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 and so on and so forth. There's so much wrong with it. Um, it shouldn't be a penalty, but I can understand why it's been given today. But it kind of shouldn't be. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I agree with you. Would you agree with that, Engineer Sam? Yeah, 100%. Um, I was just looking at the, um, the, the game earlier on. Um, Leicester, I think it was. And um, they got one there as well. And again, I, they're going to have to change the rule. Um, again, probably I won't do it now, maybe it'll be for next season. But the way that these handballs are being given, it's like... I don't know what's right and what's wrong. Um, we had one in this game where um, the ball was laced at Cancelo, I think it was, by Jota. And he put his arms up. But obviously, yeah. it's not really a handball. But what's the difference between that and what Gomez is, apart from the distance between when the ball was struck? Um, I kind of feel like there's none, it's never going to be consistency and it's always going to be which ref you get on the day and which VAR you get on the day. Because they didn't even look at the Cancelo one, which I thought yeah. was a bit weird. Mm. So yeah. it's like... <sighs> We, we, we tend to be getting a bit of the, the, rough, the rough end of the green at the moment in that every game there's a decision that goes against us with VAR, so I'm used to it now. But ultimately, is it going to balance out or are we just going to have to go through this knowing that every game there's going to be something that's going to be controversial from VAR? And at the moment, it's handballs. Yeah, do, do we have to go through it though? It's like, um, it should go back to the old days where, it's in, is it intentional? Did you intentionally mean to... Put, use your hand to stop a, a deliberate goal scoring opportunity. So, for instance, yeah. something deliberate for me would be like Suarez against Ghana in in, in the World Ooh. Cup. That's deliberate. But like, <laughs> Joe Gomez won. It hurts my heart as well. But I mean, that, that's that. That was the kind of best thing I could I could think of to illustrate the point that that's deliberate handball. That there's no doubt. No one's arguing with that. But the last one, what you mentioned, um, today's one, they're not handballs, and it's just. For me, it's ruining the game. It's like, it's not how well, you've got to understand the game. You've got to understand that when you run, you use your arms. How else can you, can you like run? Because you know, De Bruyne has got quality delivery. So Joe yeah. Gomez is just thinking, I've got to get yeah, myself into a position to defend stop this. this. Stop this. Yeah, no, I, whilst I agree with you and I agree with that's not a handball, this is the problem that I think referees and the it doesn't whole... need to be a problem that's my no, thing it doesn't no, but, it, it, is it no, intentional it's a problem. That's... no it's a problem because i'm saying in terms of like how do you decide which what's intent and what's not 
So if Suarez keep, against Ghana if you keep, no, is no, intentional. That's blatant. That's blatant. But if, you, if your hands are here, I'll say, yeah, and, you, and it touches your hand like that, um, is that intentional? Or is that a natural body position? So I think but, what but Slim, Slim, you can argue it's the same with, with a free kick, with a foul as well. It has yeah. to be the referee. At the end of the day, it's, the law states, and I'm sorry to sort of state the law right here, but the law states in every one of those situations, if in the referee's opinion, and this is why VAR in those situations is useless because it's all about opinion. Yeah. So a free mm -hmm. kick, you know, did he just get, it's about opinion. Uh, and that's how it used to be. And we used to argue it and sit here in, 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 in chats like this and, and argue those sort of things. That's what football's all about, or one of the things it's all about. I didn't yeah. think it was a free kick. I did. I didn't think it was a penalty. I did. I didn't think Jesus did it on purpose. I did. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Engineer Sam's got it wrong again. You know, whatever it is, it's all about opinion. It's all about opinion. And, and, and that's why VAR, I think, is ruining the game. That's 100%. Of, like you said, of the whole debate and the whole opinion thing, I think in high, like looking at it, back in looking at it, like with eyes from say two, three years ago, whatever, you, oh yeah, a bit of technology that will take this out. But now we've got it. I just don't think, I don't think it's fit for purpose. And I think they need to take VAR out of the game. I personally feel VAR should just be, if they're going to keep VAR, it should just be in the background. It shouldn't be such a focal point of a game. It's, it's I'm, really... sure you, I'm sure you didn't intend for this to be a VAR discussion. I'm sorry to take us down that route. But I think the only way it can come in is, is where there is factual black and white. Where it's yeah. brilliant, where technology is brilliant is goal. Because goal. number one, it's instant. You know, yeah. number two, you know, it's, it's literally instant to the referee's watch and it's a goal or it's not. Yeah. Mm. And, and there are very few disputes about that. Um, I think they could introduce that into in and out of play around around the pitch as well. If they do it at the goal line, let's just have it for goal kicks, corners, throw-ins as well. Shouldn't yeah. be that difficult. But anything else, when you start getting into those situations of opinion, it doesn't work because it still it goes from the referee's opinion to the four blokes sat in a in a in a camper van in a car <laughs> park in in Stockley Park with, with, yeah. with a Chinese takeaway on the knee. You know that that. And it becomes their opinion. And, and, and where does it start? Well, will that bloody engineer Sam sitting there saying, I'll, 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 I'll have the casting vote on this every week? It will still go down to somebody's opinion. And it's not yeah. right. Yeah. Oh, I'll shut up in a minute. I'm sorry. No. No, do you know what, Nigel? You're 100% you're right. And you're just probably saying what we're all thinking and we'd all be repeating the same thing. So Am I right never... about Jesus' goal as well, Sven? No, that, that I think yeah. you've got wrong there slightly. But that's okay. okay. We'll put that down to age, you know? Sorry. Okay, fine. Sorry to speak. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, it is, it is a shame that we've come here to have a chat about the game and I think the focal mm. point is going to be VAR and its decisions. And it, it's, it's sad. I think for, as Liverpool fans, this is probably what... The third or fourth podcast we've done this season, and VAR's been since the front stage and centre. It's just, it's crazy. But hey, it, as a Liverpool fan, they've given the penalty, but you know he's missed it, the Bruyne. And like you said, Nigel, you bet your house on the Bruyne putting that in in the, in the bottom corner. But frankly, frankly for us, it, it doesn't go in. And I think from there that gives us a little bit more of an impetus to go on and maybe win the game. But do you, think, do you think, Slim, that, that that changed the second half as well? The fact it was one all, the yeah. fact that probably before the game, both sides probably would have been happy with a point. Uh, and, and, and if it was 2-1 at that point, 
you know, Klopp's going to come out and, and, and you know, look at the formation, play slightly differently. And it just became boring and, and, and almost negative and, and so on. And it's such a shame that, that it was not the spectacle. That the, a game of two halves, as they say. You know, it was, yes. it was totally different. That's exactly it. The miss, the miss penalty, it ended the spectacle for, for, for me. Like I said, I thought from a Liverpool perspective, we would have kicked on and actually tried to win the game, given the fact we've been given a lifeline, if you like, with the penalty miss. But just what from our side of things, yeah, six times Sam, what happened? What, in terms of the performance? Or are we, are we yeah, looking back the, at the, the... The performance in the second half. I, th- I think the intensity which we played with in that first half hour, um, that, that, that couldn't, couldn't be sustained. I thought that, like, they seemed to kind of run out of legs. We played too slow as well. If you, the first half an hour was high tempo, press, 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 sitting currently with us, turnover of the ball possession. But now, when we kind of dropped back, I think that suited City because City, quite methodical in the way they attack, where they kind of find the angles and it seemed to suit us. And I thought our, our passing was sloppy. I thought as an attacking force, we were more or less non-existent. And I thought, I thought, I thought what, one of the things that kind of changed it was Firmino coming up because Firmino was kind of finding them gaps and City's players weren't kind of picking him up. And he was, you had like Jota, Mane going on the wings, but that he went off and that kind of stopped. And I thought, yeah, we just, it, yeah, I, I just, yeah, we just lost the initiative. Engineer Sam, from your point of view, would you agree with, with six times Sam? Um, yeah, we lost the impetus in the second half, and I'm not, I'm still not sure why that was. Um, looking back on the game now, we did put a lot into that first half an hour. Um, I don't really subscribe to the fact that that really should have negated on our performance in the second half and really made us slow down to the extent that we did, because we weren't even threatening. Um, we weren't really playing on the break, the break. We weren't trying to pass through them. We were just going long. Um, and I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna enjoy watching it back because it just seemed like. We deliberately stepped off the pedal, um, but yet we weren't playing on the break. So we were, we're halfway house and that we're not threatening, but we're letting them come on to us. We're letting De Bruyne get the ball more. And that was dangerous. And for me, as soon as they hit 80 minutes, I was just literally looking at my watch, looking at my watch. I just wanted the game to be done because I felt like they had so much of the possession in that second half. They were going to create something and we were going to end up losing. So um, I'm not sure, man. I'm really, I can't call it right now. Nigel, would you attribute the drop-off in Liverpool's performance to City's performance ultimately in the second half and what you guys did in the second half? I think partly, yes. I don't think totally. I think Liverpool did change their shape. They did seem a bit tired as well, as, as engineer Sam said. I think it's, uh, they, they did put a lot of effort into that first half hour. It's bound to have an effect. We're still only, what, seven or eight games into the season. Um, but, but I think City had more control in that second half. They seemed to hold on to the ball a little bit better. De Bruyne came into the game a bit more. But still, I, I, th- I thought we, were, we didn't play with any great pace. You think of the City team of a couple of years ago when we were scoring five, six goals against sides, including Liverpool, of course, as well, I seem to remember. Um, this guy. I think we should get him back on, you know. Who won the league? Who won the league, eh? How many? Yeah, just once, I think. Yeah, just. Um, we'll have you on for the for the, um, the Anfield game. That's for sure, Nigel. I'll be there. I'll be there. I'm looking forward to it. What was I saying? Yeah, so I think it's a case of uh, City did come into it, but I'm, I'm still concerned about the way we're still knocking it sideways and, and, and we're not playing at great pace. One thing I was disappointed about was we didn't see Foden. 
Uh, and I think he does make a difference when he comes on. And I think he, he had, he, he's got that youth and, and, and got that exuberance and that enthusiasm. That He does tend to change a game. And uh, I would have liked to see more of him. Uh, I'd like to see him start occasionally because I think he does make a difference. Um, but apart from that, listen, I, I felt we were in less trouble in the second half. Engineer Sam saying he was worried about the last 10 minutes. Or was it the other Sam? Sorry, saying it was the last 10 minutes he was worried. Um, I felt the opposite. I felt that the more the game went on, the more chance City might have. Um, but uh, I guess a, a draw at the end of the day is probably a, a fair result. Where do you think See, that leaves a title race? Sorry. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow down. Slow, slow, slow down. Slow down, Sam. Title race. Eight games in. Yeah. Well, There's no... I, I, well, I can't... I can't yeah, I just want to know his view on what that result was. To answer Sam's question, I think... As Liverpool fans, you must be hugely disappointed. You know, five game, eight games in, and if you only won five games, your goal difference is what? Plus one or two or something, or three maybe? You must be hugely, hugely disappointed with that swim, aren't you? Do you know what, yeah? To be honest with you, I actually am. I actually am. <laughs> I know he's trying to, He's digging at me, but yeah. I, am, I, am, I am. He is. He is. That's Nigel for you. But I am, because I, I said it in the group yesterday. Where were we this time last season? And already yeah. we were, I think before today's game last season, we were already seven points better off or something like that. I think we were seven points better off. Yeah. So the start to this season for us has been slower and not what I'm, I'm used to from last season. Even, even, so, even the season before that when we didn't win the league. So yeah, I'm, I am slight, and I think that's allowing everyone else to stay within reach of the, the top or the titles as Sam put it. You, know and I mean? you may have talked about you may have talked about this before on previous shows and sorry if you if you have and you and you don't want to take us down this route slim but but do you think the fact that there's no crowd and and, and, and is that is that the reason that it's Level it, up. It, it, yeah have you talked about this before as, as a group? Yeah we, we kind of it's a, for us as a, as Liverpool it's a leveler. I think any football fan knows how great the atmosphere is for at, at Anfield and even away from Anfield as well like the travelling fans is absolutely great and amazing and I think it really is a 12th man for us and I think it's actually levelled the playing field for anyone coming to Anfield playing Liverpool and whilst we have still done alright at home it's still it's not the same it's not yeah. it's not the same at all we miss we miss the fans man they need to come back soon for me well I don't know what you think what do you think um, Engineer Sam? Yeah, do you know what? I called it a long time ago before we actually came back to the restart. And I think guys in the group were saying, nah, it'd be okay. Like the quality will shine through. It's a leveller. It's absolutely a leveller. Um, especially for teams coming to Anfield. There's no fear factor there anymore. They're playing a training game, essentially. Um, and as much as we've got more quality than pretty much every team in the league, um, including them, yeah, them citizens, um, <laughs> it, it kind of... There's no pressure on the ball. There's no pressure on the players. There's no intensity. And for me, I, I'm, I worry more about the home games now than I do playing away. Because playing away, I feel like we had the quality above most of the teams anyway. Today was the hardest away game we're going to play this season. Right, I'm coming over a point, so I'm all right with that. When, when the bigger teams come to Anfield, that's when I'm starting to worry because the atmosphere affects them as well. As well as it pushes, up, pushes us, it does have an effect negatively on the top teams coming to us. Um, City, especially, they never play well at Anfield. You know, um, they may play well occasionally, but they rarely get anything from the game. Yeah. And for me, I'm like, bring the fans back. But in my heart of hearts, I don't think we're seeing fans again this season. So it's it's going to be a different tuck the whole season, I think. 
How about you, Nigel? How like because it's gonna sound like a jive, but it's a jive, but it's not. City are no, notoriously bad for their fans and their support at home. How do you feel the crowd not being there has affected you guys? Yeah, I think it's affected everybody, um, uh, no doubt. I think it's affected referees. Uh, I think it's affected players. Um, and, and I just think it's, it's not the spectacle, spectacle that I'm used to. I think it has a different feel to it. I'm, I'm perhaps not enjoying it as much as I would be. As you know, I'm a season card holder. I'm a home and away supporter, have been for so many years. And, and you know, you talk to your mates and, and who maybe don't go and they're enjoying it. But, but they've always watched it by watching it on the TV. And, and it's totally different. Um, uh, so, so I think it is having an impact. I think you just have to look at the league table. You have to look at the fact that there's three games you haven't won. Okay, yeah, we've got a game in hand. We win our game in hand. We what then become two points behind you. So there's not. I don't think to go back to uh, Sam's question. I don't think we need to worry too much about the league title today. I don't think it's had any bearing on that just yet. And I, and I was probably only joking anyway. Um, <laughs> maybe not looking at his face now. Maybe he's <laughs> completely serious. Okay, let's talk about the league table then, Sam. It's a really, really important point for you today. You should stay up, I think. It's probably my assessment after that. That point no. would just be enough for you to stay up. Now, I was just kind of wanting to get the City take on fine of like their start and having drawn this game, which was their opportunity to kind of make some ground and where they feel we, we win our game in hand, we're, we're two points behind you. It's, it's not an issue. We've still got yeah, yeah. to come to Anfield and, you know, it's not, not a problem. I'm, I'm not worried about it. There's there's a lot more football to be played to to be worrying about you know titles and the city is not far enough behind you know what I mean so yeah I, whilst I understand your point there Sam and asking that question I just think yeah like I just said man it's way too early but um just to go back a little bit as to that game in the second half I Nigel was saying that you you were saying that City were a bit slow blah 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 but I actually think City were quite calculated in there in the way they were playing, the way they were just passing the ball around. And then all of a sudden it was like, and then they were like on top of us at the back, you know, there was someone trying to play a ball in or something like that. I actually think you did control the game a lot better in the second half, but there was a real purpose to what you were doing. So even though you might have felt as a City fan, it was slow. I felt the build-up was very purposeful. And yeah, I felt, I was worried at times. I thought, yeah, the second goal was going to come for you guys quicker than it was going to come for us. Yeah. Well, I, I, I disagree with you, Slim. I, I felt, yes, we control the game, but, but you compare, as I say, from a, a couple of seasons ago, the, the, the pace that we played and, and the speed, it just it, it seems to go. We're playing so many balls sideways and backwards. Yeah, you know, where, I don't where, think you can play like that anymore, though, Nigel. I don't think you can play like, not against Liverpool. I don't think you can play that way, that gung ho way. You, if, you can, if you play that way and you make a mistake, we'll cut you open, and vice versa. That's the respect sure. that Klopp yeah. and Pep have for each other. That you know, Maybe. if you send your team out there, you know, all guns blazing, you will get ripped apart. So I, I think it was deliberate from you, from your side, if I'm honest. But you, know. you, you did it. You did it first twenty minutes, didn't you? Well, you tried it, to be fair, and, it, and it, it was effective. But I think that was the element of surprise with the formation. You, I don't think you would have planned for that formation. So whilst we had the element of surprise, it worked. But once obviously Pep got his messages across from the side and it sorted itself out, then, you know, it's gone. So, yeah. Slim, Slim, let me ask you, um, in that first half an hour, 25 minutes, when we were in control of the game, are you disappointed at the fact that we didn't actually create that much um, to actually capitalise on how on top we were? A hundred percent. In these games against your fiercest rivals, big teams, whatever you want to call them, you have to capitalise when you're up because you know they're going to have their moment in the game. 
But you can ultimately almost kill the game if you take, I'd say, minimum two of those chances. Two, if you create two good chances and get two goals out of it, you can almost kill them off. Do you know what I mean? You think about it. If we score, if Firmino scores that goal and then we get the penalty, it's a whole different city. They now have to come out and attack and the spaces that they leave, like I was just saying, we'd kill them on the counter. You could, the game ends up being 3-1, 4-3 even, but it opens up the game a lot. Do you see what I mean? So, yeah, I was desperately disappointed that we didn't take advantage of being in the ascendancy in the beginning, man. I was, I was quite annoyed, if I'm honest. But yeah. That, that, having been, that having been said, Slim, there weren't that many sort of guilt-edged chances that Liverpool no. had. No, um, yeah, this is it. That's the problem we're saying. We should have. Yeah. I mean, my, my problem wasn't necessarily guilt edge chances. Mine was like, for me, we were in like more or less in total control. Like we did more or less what we wanted to do, and like we we, we had City where we wanted them. But it was just yeah, but to give away that, a goal. Yeah, possession is nine tenths of the law. That do you know what I mean? That like, you have all the ball, but what are you going to do with it? We won the up though. We won the up no away from yeah. home. So they, the onus is on them. You're at home. No, no. One nil up against away to the city. That's naive to think. All right, we're one nil up. We've got the ball. What are you yeah. gonna do? No, you can't. You, you can't it, it, do that. It wasn't that though. It was that we we had the ball. So if you've got the ball, what can what can the opposition yeah, but, do? Okay, but Sam, Sam, one nil up in the first. When did the goal go in? What was it? Fifteen was it something like that. You, you can't, you can't say, what are you going to see out of the game in that first 15 minutes? I didn't minutes? say see out of the game, I said we were in control. Okay, I but we were in control. you think you're going to control the whole game against Man City? For I, didn't, I didn't say we were going to control the whole game, I said that the goal to lose um, in that, that situation was, 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 was a bit naive. And that, that was the disappointing thing, and they didn't look like creating any chances. And, and that's yes. where my, my disappointment that's, that's from their key. goal comes from. That's key. They don't have to look like they're creating any chances. It took that. It took that. It's Man City we're dealing with. So they, you, us having the ball and them having the lead was nowhere near enough. We weren't creating anything. We had one other chance in that half, and that was Trent right towards the end. Other than that, there was nothing. So they didn't have to play well. They didn't have to be attacking us. All it took was one lapse, yeah, but we allowed them to come off Kevin De Bruyne. The ball's played in, a little ricochet. Great piece of steel for you, Nigel. And then it's a goal. Yeah. So it wasn't, it didn't matter how much in control we were. We weren't creating enough to capitalize on that. So for, for me as well, I'm disappointed, man. Really disappointed in the first half. Yeah, well, yeah, I wholeheartedly agree, man. Being in control at that stage of the game, that's not the thing I want to see. Yes, yeah, it's, it's well, you want yeah. to be in control. You know, I actually I don't I don't actually care who has the ball. I care about the number on the top of the left that's hand what I'm top saying. of the street. That's, that's all I care about. If that number says two, three, um, I don't Ooh. have the ball. Have the ball. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But we didn't. We we had the ball. It only said one. They was always they were always capable of a moment, and they had their moment. Ends yeah. up ends up one one. You know. But hey, that's why we love football, innit? Opinions. <laughs> Slim, I I need to go shortly. Any any sort of final questions for me before I slip away and uh, and and you know talk about Manchester City to somebody else. <laughs> um. Point gained or two points dropped for you, Nigel? I think it's what... I'm, I'm, if you'd give me a point before the game, I probably would have taken it. I think it's that early on in the season. Um, it's not going to have any great bearing unless Sam wants to come back again and, and give us a different view on that. Um, so so I'm, I'm reasonably pleased. Uh, it could have been so different. 
yeah, dodgy penalty against us and, and, and then we get a perfectly legitimate penalty and can't put it away. Could so easily have been 2-1. I just hope it doesn't come back and haunt us like it did a couple of years ago with the Mares miss at, at Anfield. So, uh, no, I'm reasonably, reasonably happy. Glad we didn't lose. I think both sides didn't want to lose this one. Uh, and we didn't. So, uh, you can see that. I think that's what was important today. Okay, fair enough. Look, Nigel, it is always a pleasure to speak to you, my friend. And like Engineer Sam said, we're going to have you back on the return leg if you're available. I look forward to it. I realise I probably should have, should have been baseball capped up. So, sorry. I just, <laughs> that, just leaves, that just leaves Sam without his baseball caps. Slim, as always, um, a suspect uh, necklace around your neck, but maybe we'll talk about that another time. Uh, but really, really great to see you guys. As I say, I genuinely hope that Liverpool stay up. Uh, it's important to have some of the smaller teams in the Premier League. Um, so, so good luck for the rest of the season and let's hope you stay up. Nice Thank to you see very you. much. Good to chat to you, Nigel. Take care, yeah. mate. Take care, mate. <laughs> <laughs> right, Nigel, Nigel Rothman from the Man City podcast, ladies and gentlemen. He is an absolute hoot. Do you know what I mean? Even uh, as an old boy, he knows how to banter with the, the, the best of them. Do you know what I mean? Um, guys, we have a vacancy in the uh, window. Here he comes! Hey, hey, hey. Here he comes. Let him sort out his uh, technical issues. Leroy, Leroy, tilt your phone the other way, man. Do it landscape. It is landscape, mate. It was that already. I don't know what's going on. There you go. There you go. Perfect. Job done. Bayesian Bruce in the building. All right, lads. Going on, man. Talk to me, Sam, man. What's happening? Where are we at? We, we just had Nigel from the Man City podcast on, and he gave his assessment of the game from a City point of view. And right. uh, his, his, his uh, parting points were that he was pretty pleased with a, with a point, with a draw. Um, right. What about yourself? How are, you, how are you with the result, Lee? Yeah, no, I'm, you know what, yeah? I'm, I'm pleased with the draw, but I just felt... Oh, they were there for that. We could have had it though. We could have had the result, but obviously with that that second half, in the end, I'll say yeah. If you said to me at the beginning, I'll give you a point. I'd have took it. Would have beat your hand off, man. But I felt we had an opportunity there. To be fair, mm. I I I agree with you, Leo. I think we had a real opportunity to grab them by the neck and fucking. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, uh, it it was it wasn't to be. It wasn't to be. I think a point away at your nearest rivals is always a good thing, to be fair. Uh-huh. Like, like Six Times Sam said, when you are in control of the game, you should really do more with it. And actually, we should actually be creating more chances. I mean, Mo, Mo Salah didn't have a... Not, he didn't, I'm not going to say he had a bad game, but he was fairly quiet. Mm. I don't remember too many moments Mo having in the game. Mm. No. Do you know what? He didn't really, but... Oh, go on, Sam, are you going to jump in there? Diogo Jota... Oh, no, Diogo Jota didn't, didn't seem... I'm trying to... I'm just recalling it in my mind. There's not a lot to stand out from, from him either. Jota, we need to talk about that, bro, because you remembered... I spoke to you on the phone before we started recording, and my point with Jota was the fact that the way we played and putting him on the right actually negated his effect on the game. He plays in from the left and he's runs out to in. Yeah, so playing him on the right as almost an auxiliary right winger, yeah, it reduced his effect to almost nothing. I don't blame him for not being in the game. Do you know what I mean? I would never have played him on the right. Never have played him on the right, man. 
Uh, so my, uh, my uh, point uh, with that is that like I expected them to be interchange. I expected Salah and Jota to interchange, maybe Jota to go up front, Mane to go up front, and Jota seemed kind of in the first half anyway fixed on that right side. Yeah. Which yeah was 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 a bit bit strange. I thought the interchange of them would have caused City headache. I just want to uh, add. I just, sorry, sorry, Sim. Yeah. No, go on, go on. On the, on the Jota shout, yeah. Um, for me, everyone's probably going to shoot me for this, but had I had, I felt Klopp had to make a decision today, and the decision should have been: if you're going to play firms, don't start Jota, because I would I would have preferred to have seen Jota come on, and then because I know that guy would have run that back line ragged. Come second half, it'd have been a different thing. If he had had firms on first starting and then brought my man on, but to, to try and do it, to try and fit everyone, I didn't feel that. We, we were overrunning them, but I just didn't feel that we were, we, we, it, was, it was enough. I don't think we should have forced, I think we forced the issue there with, with the Jota thing today. I think if we were going to play him, play him, but don't play firms, personally. Yeah. That's my I, th- I think our strength, sorry, man. I was going to say our strength in the first half hour where we had Firmino's deep and um, we had the three front runners um, bombing on. That then became a weakness whereby, like, took Firmino off and there was only two in midfield. So it kind of works as in both ways. It was, it was a strength first half when we were in control. Second half, when they were in control, they had the numbers in midfield. That's mm-hmm. when it became kind of a weakness. I, I, I'm not a fan of playing... Uh, taking Mane off for the left side. I think Mane, whilst I agree, I agree what you said to me before we started ending this, Sam, about Mane being well, well, good enough to play anywhere across the front three, I think he's devastating from that left side. And I think if you're asking me to pick who to have on that left side, Mane wins hands down. So I, I would have liked to have, I wouldn't have displaced Mane to put Jota there at all. I think, I'm with, with Leroy, I think Jota should have just started or been from the bench. I don't think we should have accommodated. Whilst I, like I've said, I said previously, I could see there was a surprise and it caught City off guard and stuff like that. Mm. I just feel like we gave up the possession in midfield in order to accommodate and have Firmino and Jota. That's where the goal comes from. The fact that we don't have that three across the midfield is like when Alden sniffs the danger and goes out there, not realising that, oh shit, there's actually no one in the middle to cover where I've just left. And when you look at it, was it worth it? No, because Firmino was poor. Like, it just wasn't working for him today. So, in hindsight, yeah, I wouldn't have played all four of them. But yeah. maybe Jota is, while well, saying that, he did, did Jota start against Atalanta? Did he start? He started the game, yeah, didn't he? Started, yeah. Um, so, I can't even say, I can't even say he's like a, he's like a super sub because his, his goals have come from off the bench and from starting. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Do you know what? I'll be honest with you. It's a really nice headache to have where mm. to put Jota, you know, Firmino needs to hold the bench. I think we haven't... Last season, the team was pretty much settled, wasn't it? We didn't really have no fights for positions. I think it was... Mm. We, the team was the team and that was that. Now, with just the two additions of Thiago and Jota, I think it's shaking everything up and I think it's good, man. It can only, it can only be a positive. Oh yeah, definitely. Even when you think you got Thiago and Fabinho to, to come back in, that makes us stronger. So from yeah. that point of view, yeah, yeah. Looking good. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Could you imagine what a player like Thiago would have done in today's game, man? Oh, uh, win the game. Picking out the passes for Jack, 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 Jack,
Because that's what it cost us. Those passes in the final third just weren't getting there and they were getting intercepting. Yeah. And like you say, a Thiago in this team, picking out those passes, they would have been on for City. That's why the two didn't work today as well, because when Wijnaldum was getting the ball, there was no one to take the onus off of him. He, the onus was on him and he weren't looking forward to try and play those passes through the lines. There was a couple of times he had the ball in the first half and he could have just tried to pump that ball in like through the lines for like a run that whoever Salah was making or whoever it might have been. And he decided, decided not to. And I don't think when you're playing in that two that you can not take those risks. You might lose the ball. It might not make it. But I don't know about the rest of you, but I want to see my midfielders taking that gamble. All right, don't all scream at once then, boys. <laughs> <laughs> what were you expecting from Wijnaldum, though, to be fair? That's, that's not his role. Um, and for the first sort of 20, 25 minutes, he was comfortable in doing it because the whole team was moving forward as a collective. But he's going to revert to Tyfe, and that's what he's supposed to do. That's his role in the team. Um, yeah, the two, the two was a problem for me after sort of 25, 30 minutes. As soon as they got their goal, um, we just didn't have that impetus. And it's almost like we thought, okay, do you know what? We need to come back and relax a little bit and allow them into the game because we weren't actually trying to go at them anymore. And for me, that's what is still wrangling me that we actually had proper stranglehold on the game and we didn't take advantage of that, man. Because we knew they were going to score. We knew they were going to score. So why did we not why did we not create anything in that 30 minutes that could have seen us with a little bit of breathing space? One goal is nothing, man. It's nothing. Uh, it's uh if 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 you could if you could start that game again, Beijing Bruce, um, would you change anything? Oh um do you know what? It's gonna make me sound like a right like um a right a right arse, but I would have probably gone into that game a little bit more. See, the middle, yeah, when we had Winnie and, and Hendo, yeah, like I say, it was just, for me, it was having firms playing. If you're going to have firms playing, you just can't put, because that was what was for me. I would have gone with the basic mid, middle, that midfield, even if it meant having Millie Vanilli in the middle there. Milner. I did say, I did say Brexit midfield. Yeah. I did yeah. say Brexit midfield. I'm, I'm glad you said it, because I thought a lot of guys would see it as being negative, but that that's, if I could go again, that's what I probably would have. That's what I probably would have had in all fairness. Yeah, no, right, boys, boys, listen. I know you wanted to jump in there six times, Sam, but time's running out, man. You know how it how it bees with this Zoom team, bro. You know what I'm saying? Time is running out. Um, I just quickly want to get um, a man of the match from everybody, and just a little briefing on why. You know what? We are Liverpool fans, yeah, but first and foremost, we're a football fans. So if you think a Man City player was man of the match, man, like, I mean, so be it. Who wants to go first? Come on, man. Don't be shy. Step up, step up. Yeah, all right, cool. I'll go Six first. times Sam, eh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Breathing so, heavy. You nominated me, are you? No, I'm in deep in thought. It's oh. <laughs> Henderson, Matip. See, I'll jump Yeah, in. those two. No, yeah, see, I was going to say um, Matty. I think the fact that he's been out for so long to come back in such a big game, I think he was didn't really put a, a foot wrong, man. He was quite aggressive in the cha- in the challenge. He was mm. in the right places at the right times. I think, you know, he's done some some good work, man. And it was it was actually, as much as we call him Mr. Glass, it was actually nice to have him in the back there, man. It was nice to see him back. And hopefully nothing goes wrong after the game and he stays fit and he's ready for after the international break. 
Who's next? Matip, Matip done well. Now you've mentioned it, Matip did do well. Um, we did say on the preview show, you get a performance out of him in big games, so it didn't surprise me that much. Um, for me, no one else really, really stood out for the 90 for us. Um, Henderson played well in the first half. Um, yeah, I can't, I can't even call a genuine man in the match, to be honest. If, if it was based on 30 minutes, fair enough, but nah. Can't even call it, mate. I'm I'm still pissed off to be honest. I'm like, <laughs> that's and Bruce, what about yourself? Do you know what? I'm pretty much on the same as Sam. You know, I mean, I I, I can give um Matip an honourable mention, but really and truly, the game was kind of based on. It's like half and half, really. One half we had it, the other half they had a bit more of the lion's share. So it's it's hard to really call, um. A man of the match, really. I, I can't really, I can't really call it. If I'm honest, though, I felt for us our, our, our best attacking player, like was 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 Mane. When he got the ball, I felt he was trying to do bits and bobs, like in it. He was giving Walker and I, I thought a nightmare. But obviously, as the game went on, it, it kind of fizzled out. But yeah, you want to mention? You can give it to Matt. You can let him have it. But yeah, I'm not really happy with giving anyone it really because. I don't think anyone really deserved it. <laughs> defended well, though. I think well, this is still sounding negative. We defended well. Um, I thought we got. No, I wouldn't consider say, I how. Say, yeah, but you, this is Man City. We're, we're, I mean, like we got people playing against Man City and Man City and how well yeah. they attack. We we saved it up. Fair enough. We offered little in attack, but I think from that point of view, like resilience perspective, I thought it, it was good from that. From yeah, that I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say negative. I just think disappoint, more disappointed. Yeah, I just think we're more disappointed that we didn't get more. I think we felt. I think a lot of like a lot of people think we could have got more out of the game than just the draw. So you know, I think that's what it is. Not necessarily negative. Do you know but what? Go, go on, go on, I just wanted to add. Yeah, one thing I noticed in the game. I don't know if you lot noticed. Yeah, um, the keeper Allison. Yeah, was okay in the first half. Second half, maybe about 20 minutes to go, he looked like he was struggling a bit, you know. I don't know if anyone else noticed it. Before the time runs out, how could I forget Trent going off with a... F- yeah, 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 that's well. Does, yeah. does anybody hear anything? I know we like to nah. hear everything. Yeah, no. chest, but he's got calf, two weeks to recover. A calf? calf yeah, 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 something up with his calf. How long are they usually? Is it, that's muscular, isn't it? It's that just... could be a minor of a storm. Hmm. Hopefully that means he doesn't go for in international duty. He stays back, gets treatment, and he's fine for. Uh, yeah. Who we got after the break? Who we got? Is it Leicester? We got Leicester. Leicester. Leicester, Leicester yeah. Home, yeah. Home or away? Home. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully he's back for that. Listen, I don't want it to cut out on us and just cut us off, man. So let's just wrap it up there, boys. As everybody out there knows, we're in a lockdown. Hence why we're back on Zoom and not in a studio. But hopefully the lockdown is done second of December, so we'll be back in the studio. But until then. We'll be on the Zoom, but still do all that good stuff, that liking, that sharing, subscribing. You know what I'm saying? Any comments you want to put put down at the bottom of the YouTube? I've been your boy Slim as always. We've had what six times? Boy, sorry, I keep calling you six times Sam because it's stuck on you so much. But I know you like to be called nineteen times Sam, isn't it, my jigger? That's right, man. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Say it again. Yeah, nineteen times Sam. That's right, man. Seems um, to be twenty. Hey, right. and Bayesian Bruce, thank you for jumping in at the end there, man. Appreciate that, man. No worries. All good, man. And as always, my boy Sam, do what you do. Get the podcast out, man. It's a love. Yeah, man. Tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. Hey, right. guys, until the next time, we out.
first. Peace out, man. Take care.